0: Hi and welcome to Happy Dance, the podcast. I hope you're having a great week and classes are going swimmingly. Um, this week I thought I'd jump on and chat about all things Halloween. We have a Halloween at dancing every year and I love it. If you've listened to any of the podcasts, you will know by now that I love a theme. So Halloween is the perfect excuse. It is also a great excuse to run a Halloween event. We always do a really cheesy Halloween disco, complete with the mummy gay. We do pin the nose on the witch. We have a piñata, lots of dancing, a spooky photo booth. And it's just real old school Halloween fun. We used to do apple bobbing, but we're we not thinking we're going to do it this year just because of the amount of people that didn't actually want to eat the apples and felt really wasteful to just keep throwing these apples that the kids had bitten into away. But the pin the nose on the witch went really, really well. And we had a skeleton bone treasure hunt as well hidden around the room. And if they found all the bones, if they were the first team to find all the bones, they won a prize. And it was just a really lovely, simple event to run because you just need a few games some party lights, a little drinks and food stand to sell some pop and some sweets and some crisps and things for that pocket change money for the kids to buy and music and that's it. And it was just a really lovely event. So if you're not doing a Halloween event this year, I'd really recommend putting it on your list for next year because it is always a really good fundraiser and where we sell, obviously sell the tickets, but we also have a food and drinks like booth where we sell cups of fizzy for 50p and a bag of sweets for a pound and chocolate bars 50p that kind of thing so it's all just small money but where each parent will send their kid with a couple of quid it all does add up and it ends up being quite a good um profit earner for us which is always really nice especially as in christmas we've obviously got christmas break and things so it's something to add a little boost to the bank account when we need it especially at the moment with this recession looming which I know has got everyone including myself a little bit worried about what will the future hold but I'm trying to be optimistic and say that you can do this you started with three even if your numbers drop you know you can get them back so um that's the other reason why we always like to run seasonal events because it's another way to add another income stream to your business. But Halloween week, we do for the whole week. So this year, because Halloween's on a Monday, we're running it from Tuesday to Monday next week. And basically every class for the week, no matter the age, is Halloween-themed. So obviously as it gets older, it gets a bit more spooky and a bit more serious. Whereas with the babies, it's all very goofy and ghosts with funny faces and things. Nothing's spooky, really. Um, but they love it. And it's such a good photo opportunity for your marketing. It's something to yell about, to get free trials through the door. You could be like, bring a friend this week because we're doing this really exciting theme. So i definitely recommend it. Some of the things we do for Halloween, I thought, would be useful to share is to go through it by the ages. So we teach from zero to 18. So obviously a zero mummy and me class is going to look very different to an eighteen-year-old, teen ballet class. So I thought we'd start with the youngest class, and that is our "Me and My Shadow," which is our mummy and me class. We have a babies in arms where they're in a sling and they dance together with mama and a walkers class so when they're walking and talking and running around the room. They dance with mum, or rather, than mum dancing with them on their body. Um, for that class, we come dressed up. It's really nice when the mum's dressed up as well as the bubba's. Um, Some get more into it than others, but it's always really lovely and just really fun, fun class because I bring lots of props. We have little broomsticks for the babies, obviously where they're tiny. Sometimes you can't get props small enough. So one thing I did a couple of years ago and they've lasted really well is I made tiny broomsticks out of wooden spoons and brown felt so all i did was cut the brown felt into like strips to make the broomstick the like broom bit of the broomstick and hot glue it to the base of a wooden spoon and then they flew around the room They we used them to pretend to mix our cauldrons up use them as wands to cast our spells and where they were wooden spoons they're obviously food safe so they can put them in their mouths and you don't have to worry about anything like that because you, they use them to eat, so they're going to be mouth-friendly. And we had little spiders. We do in Spider, and they bounce them around on little um, elastic strings, which is really fun. We do lots of pumpkins, like, rolling around, spinning, pretending to scoop out the seeds of the pumpkin, wiggling our hands like a candle as we light the pumpkin, blowing the candle out, all those great movements. Stimuluses that you can use to inspire the little bubbers to find different ways of moving their body or moving with mum. We also had little bats and fly around the room as bats, casting spells. We do a Ghostbusters one where they sneak around the room and then we all run away from the ghost. And if it's we have an assistant in class, usually they'll be the ghost, and the kids will find it hilarious to run up to them and scare the ghost, and the ghost runs away and then the ghost sneaks up to them and scares them and then they run away and things like that so that's what we do for our baby class um creative movement zero to two years old then for little stars which is two to four years we do again lots of props but it becomes dance a prop so they have a monster mash dance and i've got little eyeball boppers we have a devil dance with little devil horns we have a witch dance with witches brooms and they have to fly around the obstacle course and put the broomstick in the air and gallop holding it above their head and spin with it above their head and things like that we have a different pumpkin song from um, Sesame Street which is great called Roll the Pumpkin Down the Town and um, we do cats and they use their paws and we do like a very very basic part of char with them. Skeletons are also great especially if you grab them from like Poundland. You know the plastic um, like bodies that have movable limbs and we put them in different positions so we might have them in first position then a plie then like a big star jump or things like that and then they have to copy copy the skeletons what the skeleton's doing for each of the moves that's one we actually use quite a lot of the age ranges because you can obviously put the skeleton in a different more difficult move as they get older with the older classes what we do is we put the skeleton in a series of positions so it creates like a little routine and then we'll put numbers by them so i'll be there and one two three four and five six and seven eight and they'll have those skeletons they have to try and work out what the phrase is which works really well for them but back to the little stars class we have things like they have to balance on the broomstick. They have to jump over the spider's webs. Spin in the cauldron to mix up our potion. Cast our magic spells. All those type of things that work really well for a two-year-old class. And then for our four to six age range, we have um, different games hidden around the room that have dance clues on them. So it might be... The first one they find says that to earn this reward card, you have to do four pliés in first, and they have to show us those what it says, and they earn that card, and the person with the most cards at the end of the day wins a prize. And we also have a Halloween bingo, so we might pull out uh, a card or a ball that says witch's hat, and they've got to do the move that's on the back of the card or the little ping-pong ball to that witch's had to cross it off their bingo sheet and then there we get the next one and it goes on and on like that it works really really well and um, for the older classes again we do like a Halloween obstacle course so we have witches' brooms they have to fly around the obstacles we have pumpkins they've got to leap over, we have jumps for pumpkins as well and they're like splatted pumpkins on the floor so they have to splat the pumpkin we have cauldrons to turn in we have skeletons to copy lots and lots of different ideas of witches hat toss to work on their hand-eye coordination Um, they have to balance on one leg as they throw the hoop to try and challenge them even more and then as we get older we then do more into our seven to ten age range we do more set spooky dances so like they love thriller the monster mash descendants is always great for halloween and tailor it that way one thing that we do with our seven plus and our 10 plus and our teen and our like older teens like 16 plus is we have a little cauldron full of folded up bits of paper, and each bit of paper has a dance move on it, and they have to pick so many each in their little groups, and then they make up a Halloween dance using those moves. So it's a great way to sneak terminology into a class, whereas no one likes terminology, do they? <laughs> Let's be honest, everyone's like, so what is on Yvonne? What is this? Oh, what do you mean it's on the other leg now? Um, it becomes quite a complicated thing, especially where different syllabuses might use different ways. So you might have the arm positions as on a on, you might have them as just that is first position. So that can get even more confusing, especially if you use multiple syllabuses and multiple exam boards. So that's one of the ways that we find to sprinkle in terminology to make them think, but without being like, oh, Lauren's asking me what this means again. So that's a great one for the older classes we also do with our oldest classes for 10 pluses and above we do like a kind of escape the dance room but so different things will have different clues on it and they've got to unlock it using a dance phrase so instead of having to find numbers they have to find the correct dance moves and it might be like a floor pattern or a number pattern or the name of a song that we haven't danced to in a while or a particular tricky exam routine that they're working on and to get the next clue, they have to do that to get the next clue to be able to escape this dance room they've been trapped in and then we finish with a good um, spooky Halloween dance. So that works really well. Also doing challenges in the dark by glow stick light is a great one for the older classes and we also do a silly game with them like the mummy game but i call it top model mummy so <laughs> they have to create a wedding dress out of loo roll or a tutu out of loo roll or a 60s hairspray themed costume out of loo roll and they love it. They get sober into it. They have like ripping things up, screwing them up to create like roses for their tutu out of this toilet roll in their little groups. And it's just always a really silly, goofy childish bit of fun. Because I think as they get older, sometimes they're like, I'm so grown up. I can't possibly enjoy this silly Halloween child's game. But just by giving that little twist, it kind of allows them to still be kids because Even at 16 you are still a child. You can still love silly things. I'm a lot older than 16 and I still love silly things in Disney films and that's completely okay. And so I think just by having a silly themed week for Halloween can kind of just give them that release, that like permission to be childish, to be goofy, to be silly. And it's really, really special. And one of my favorite events of the winter term. So they're just some of the ideas we do across the week. Like I said, make sure if you do it, take tons of photos. We tell them they don't have to come in uniform. They just have to come in an outfit they can dance in that's Halloween themed. So we get some that just come as dancers with face paint and things and that's absolutely fine. And we get some that go full out and have like full Halloween costumes and face paint and spooky hair and fake blood and all sorts. And so it's just really, really nice to to see and it makes such good little videos to then share and create some buzz and excitement for the next year as well so we use all the photos we took this year we'll use them for next year's adverts and things to advertise this to get more free free trials through the door to celebrate it with the parents to be like oh look how so was so, so tiny when she was doing this at two and now look at her now she's 16 and how can how can it have been that long and so it is really valuable from the marketing and sales perspective as well to have these fun goofy theme weeks just thrown in sprinkled in they don't have to take a lot of time and effort to plan and organize and it's something you can reuse every year like all the props I've made we reuse every year so it's always really really helpful to have that stock and occasionally things break and you just replace them but it's pretty much a one and done for a good five years I'd say before I've had to replace anything and you can keep building it up and as always I love bargain, so when Halloween's over, I will make sure I go round the Primark, the home stores, the home bargains, the Poundlands, and grab all those cheap bits that they're selling off because Halloween's over, and keep them ready for next year so I don't have to pay full, full price next year because why would we when we can just save it so i hope that's inspired you and given you some things to think of that you can add to your classes for halloween i hope you have a great halloween too and have an amazing day bye